Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. You know what I hate in games? boss fights, and I mean that too. While back in the day it was fun to have your ass kicked over and over and over and over again, in the modern day, I just don't have the time. I don't want to be spending every waking hour trying to defeat some gargantuan beast that has my number constantly. What's even worse is when said boss feels broken though. Sometimes developers get way too excited and push the difficulty level to such a high degree you can't help but question what it was they were hoping for just to punish you constantly as tears start to stream down your face. I'm Simon from WhatCulture.com, and this is 10 infuriating video game bosses that made you lower the difficulty. Number 10, Vanquish's Victor Zaitsev. Most people love 2010's Vanquish, and that's because it was pretty good. An action game that pulled few punches, it was a loving nod to the excessiveness of Arnie movies and over-the-top mid-90s sci-fi films, and we all love that. It ignored most conventions for the sake of having fun, and unsurprisingly, that meant you have fun which is what it's all about. Well, that is until you come up against Victor Saitsev, the game's main villain. Not only does Victor have a super suit of his own, and yeah, that does mean you have one too, another reason why Vanquish is great, but this one is far better than yours, and it makes for a nightmare of a boss fight. I don't even know how anyone would do it on the highest difficulty setting, as he spams cheap moves and rockets around faster than a cheetah hopped up on caffeine. This is why there's normal mode though. Lovely. Not as stressful normal mode. Number 9. Heavenly Sword's King Bowen Heavenly Sword never really did the business Sony hoped it would, but it was still a decent PS3 exclusive that did enough to mean we still talk about it today. And there are plenty other of PlayStation 3 games I wouldn't even dream about mentioning. Alas, when you come up against King Bohan, well, prepare yourself for the worst. Aside from having to mash buttons like your life depended on it, you have to deal with a dodge roll that's slower than an OAP in a car, a horrific camera, and a boss that's well too powerful. I highly advise you never try this on the highest setting and just get past the damn thing as quick as you can. Just bad. Number 8. Killzone 2's Colonel Raddick Sometimes, a developer decides a single boss isn't enough and they're going to spam you with other enemies too. Spiffing. Just spiffing. Killzone 2 is such an offender, which is why when you come up against Colonel Raddick, you not only have to fight him, but a horde of soldiers who are all equipped with mad weaponry. It's hard enough just trying to get damage on the Colonel, so when you try to take out his band of merry assholes too, you'll be railroaded time and time again. It's like trying to dodge raindrops during a thunderstorm. Just ain't gonna happen. Number 7, Uncharted 2's Lazarevic. I love Naughty Dog. One of the best devs in the business, they create masterpieces. What they fail at miserably is boss fights, time and time again. Its biggest problem is that it seems obsessed with making these beasts you come up against almost impossible, mostly because all of them can soak up bullets until the cows come home. It happens constantly in the Uncharted series, and it could be worse with 2's Lazarevic. You can shoot him so much without seemingly doing any damage, you'll actually think the game has glitched out and isn't registering your shots. 
that's not the case. You just have to keep spamming the right trigger for what feels like years until he eventually goes down. Just terrible, to be honest. Really, really terrible. And then they did it again with Uncharted 3. Number 6, Tales of Zillias, Gaius and Muzzet. JPGs are all about hit points. So, basically, if you come across a creature and they have a hit point of 5, but your weapon can do damage up to the power of 10, you'll more than likely knock them out in one swipe. Good for you. What a hero. Remember that, and then take into account that Tales of Zillius' two main bosses have a total of 435,000 hit points on hard mode. 435,000. Why this was ever signed off in the first place is anyone's guess, but it's worse because both of these clowns have special abilities that can kill your party members with a single blow, and they can continually heal themselves. This is so hard you're better off never playing the game because it's just not worth it. You may as well smash your head into a wall over and over because that would hurt less than this. And if you are going to attempt it, know this. It'll legitimately take you about three or four hours. Number five, Dungeons of Dreadmoor's Dreadmoor. Roguelites such as Dungeons of Dreadmoor are designed so that you die a lot. The point is you learn through all these deaths and come out the other side a better person or just give up. The problem here is that the random element so many games within the genre love to take advantage of takes too big of a step up here, becomes genuinely crazy. It's even worse when you get to Dreadmore himself. Not only can he take a ridiculous amount of damage, but he spams attacks out of nowhere. There's no point trying to figure out what his plan is because he doesn't have one. He just goes nuts constantly and you have to be constantly on top of it to even survive, let alone win. It's the opposite of fun not fun. Number 4, Devil May Cry 3's Arkham. Not so surprising that Capcom would be responsible for a boss who loves nothing more than to beat you to a bloody pulp. The developer has been doing this since the dawn of gaming time. It's almost like they get a kick out of this. Which is why Devil May Cry 3's Arkham is horrible. Straight from the old school pamphlet for video game design, he has three forms, each of which is worse than the last. Not only does this mean if you die you have to go through each of these again, but it's so difficult even on the standard setting, it's a mystery as to what was trying to be achieved here. No one is this good at video games, and I'm 99% sure whoever did manage to vanquish this beast just fluked their way to victory. It's a horrendous way to end a decent enough game, and I would highly advise never even giving it a go. Number 3, Kingdom Hearts is Sephiroth. The good thing about Sephiroth in Kingdom Hearts is that you can skip him if you want. He's not a necessity, and I would say you should do that because he absolutely sucks. As well as powerful attacks and just being as difficult as you would imagine a boss would be, it's his health bar that's really ridiculous. It's massive, and it seems to get bigger as you fight him. It makes no sense. Your attacks barely dent this too, so not only do you have to be on constantly, but you have to wash, rinse and repeat for what seems like an eternity too. Ultimately, it's just a massive chore, even if you are pumped to see Sephiroth return. So don't even worry about the difficulty, just don't do it to begin with. Number 2, God of War's is Ares. Kratos was always going to have to be Ares, given that this monster was responsible for all his heartaches and problems. That doesn't mean you're going to enjoy it though. As well as being really good at ranged attacks, he's also excellent up close too, so there's no real plan you can stick to. Each one of these is also devastating, eating into your health like a fat guy in cake, and if you try this on the hardest challenge, you're in for a nightmare of a time. Throwing quick time events that will ruin you if you screw them up, this is controller throwing territory. Why can't we just plow through these people in a game called God of War? Instead it's more like Tears of Sadness and you die constantly. 
horrible. Number one, Shin Megami Tensei Devil Survivor overclocks Lucifer. Thankfully, another optional boss, Lucifer, is horrendous to fight. With multiple forms, and again, each is more powerful than the last, he also has insta kills, extra defenses, some of which are almost invincible, and somehow knows what you're going to do before you do it. The only strategy here is one of reacting and hoping, meaning skill goes out the window. You'll have to be willing to dedicate hours to this if you even want to make a dent, and actually defeating this guy is somewhat akin to your own death in the sense you'll feel utterly wiped by the end of it. Simply put, no one is harder than this, and this is stupid. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com